Good morning, saints of God. I believe you are doing well by God's grace. And the peace of God is finding you wherever you are. We thank God for another time as this to be gathered under his feet to learn of him and to know him better. As we delve into the series of the character study of Abraham. So this week we've been studying Abraham enjoying some lessons from him so that we can apply to our lives just as he's a founding father of our faith so it's very important that we learn of him and then we draw the lessons out of his life this very morning we're going to discuss on abraham's belief in the true blessings of god abraham's belief in the true blessings of god and our scripture reference will be taken from Genesis 14. But our emphasis would be on Genesis 14, the verses 17 to 24. Genesis 14, but we'll emphasize on the verse 17 through to 24. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you, O Lord, for the time as this to learn of you. We pray in the name of Jesus for your spirit we pray that your holy spirit will be here to teach us and speak through me to your people i pray that you'll grant them understanding into your word and i pray that in the mighty name of jesus that you grant them the grace not to just be hearers of your words but father they'll be doers of your words for bible says they that love you are the ones that do your commandments so grant us the grace to do your commandments in jesus mighty name we pray with thanksgiving amen so genesis 14 the whole of genesis 14 and actually the beginning of genesis 14 tells us of a battle between eastern kings or three eastern kings and the people of sodom and gomorrah so this is a war or this is a battle between eastern kings and the king of sodom and gomorrah but how is abraham involved or how does abraham get into this scene and um, because of his separation between him and Lot, so they had a great multitude. Both of them had great multitudes of possessions. And just to avoid any quarrels between their headsmen and his headsmen, they decided to split up. And then Lot chooses Sodom and Gomorrah. So now Lot is staying in Sodom and Gomorrah. And now there's a battle between the land of Sodom and Gomorrah and the eastern kings. And because Lot is there, he's captured and his possession is captured as well. Abraham comes on the scene where two friends of his come to tell him about the misfortune that had befallen Lot. And as good as he is, a good uncle as he is, he gathers his troops together and he goes and then what? Fights the kings that are against Sodom and Gomorrah, most especially because of his nephew. So he goes there to fight them and then he rouses great victory and he's able to deliver Lot from the possession of these eastern kings or the captivity of these eastern kings. And also he's also able to deliver Sodom and Gomorrah from these eastern kings, just one man. Great victory. After all these things, there's another scene and we see somebody appear on the scene in the person of Melchizedek. And he comes there to celebrate Abraham's victory and bless him and we get to understand that Melchizedek is a king of Salem or the king of Salem and he is actually a priest of the most high God let's read Genesis 14 17 to 20 
Genesis 14, 17 to 20. And it reads, Abraham returned after he had defeated King Kedolomah and the other kings. Then the king of Sodom went to meet Abraham in Shaveh Valley, which is also known as the King's Valley. King Melchizedek of Salem was a priest of God Most High. He brought some bread and wine and said to Abraham, I bless you in the name of God Most High, creator of heaven and earth. All praise belongs to God Most High for helping you defeat your enemies. So for what Abraham did, a priest of God appears on the scene and then blesses him. And priest of God had been given that mandate to bless their people in the name of God. And when a priest blesses you, it's just like God blessing. Exactly, it is God blessing you because whatever he's going to say, it's from God. And he's in the stead or represents God on earth. Or he's a vessel through which God speaks through. So when a priest releases his blessings over you, it is God blessing you. And God's blessings are yea and amen. His promises are yea and amen. So definitely, this blessings that Abraham had received from the mouth of Melchizedek was actually going to manifest in his life. And Abraham believed in that blessing. And after Melchizedek blessed him, we see that because of his belief that God had blessed him, he gives him a tenth of all that he has received. Do we understand? Great. But after that scene, something else happened. And this is exactly what I want us to learn from today's discussion. After the king of Salem, Melchizedek, blesses Abraham, we see that there comes the king of Sodom. And the king of Sodom here represents an ungodly king or a king of unrighteousness. Because of the kind of sin and the kind of things that Sodom and Gomorrah had been doing, which was against God and against the ways of God. Now he comes there and he comes there deceitfully telling Abraham that all he wants from him is just his people and Abraham could keep the plunder he had received from the battle. Now this plunder was enough to make Abraham rich and it will somehow confirm probably the blessings that God had proclaimed on Abraham that he is blessed. God is going to bless him. But Abraham being very wise and discerning rejects the blessings from the king of Sodom because he knew that as an unrighteous king as you are, if I take anything from you, this blessings that I receive will not be in the name of God or people will never give the glory to God but will give the glory to you. And most especially when God blesses us or when God releases blessings over it or they prophesy of our greatness. And God says that he's going to make us rich, he's going to make us great, he's going to grant us faith, he's going to grant us this. Amazingly, after God has done that, we see that there's always a shortcut to whatever blessing God has released on our lives. And that is usually of the devil. He knows that God has blessed, but to actually miss the true blessings of God, he comes presenting to you nice opportunities which are not really nice in a way. And it's a shortcut to God's blessings. And when you do that, the glory will not fully go to God, but it will go to man. And that was what the king of Sodom represented in the life of Abraham. Let's read Genesis 
40. We're going to continue from verses 21 to 24. Genesis 14. We're going to continue from 21 to 24. The king of Sodom said to Abraham, All I want are my people. You can keep everything. Abraham, Abraham answered, The Lord God Most High made the heavens and the earth and have promised him that I won't keep anything of yours not even a sandal strap or a piece of thread. Then you can never say that you are the one who made me rich. Let my share be the food that my men have eaten. But Anna, Eskol and Mamere went with me, so give them their share of what we brought back. So Abraham himself, or Abraham then himself, decided not to take anything from me because he could see through the man that this man would one day say that he is the one that made me rich but i have received the blessings from god and it is in the true blessings of god do i stand and hold and i know that definitely god's blessings will make me rich and not through this man who would one day want to receive my glo- my glory do we understand so let's see is it really true that the blessings that melchizedek released on abraham made abraham prosperous didn't make him rich let's read the next chapter after genesis 14 verse 15 tells us something genesis 15 says that later king james will say after these things the lord spoke to abraham in a vision Abraham, don't be afraid. I will protect you and reward you greatly. I will protect you and reward you greatly. So indeed, he believed in the true blessings of God. And after rejecting what the king of Sodom had offered him, God comes into a vision to confirm exactly what blessings Melchizedek had released upon him. That indeed God and what Abraham had also confirmed in his spirit that no, it is God's true blessings that will make me. God says that he will protect them and reward them what greatly. So let's see a manifest, a manifestation of this reward of God. Let's see the manifestation of this blessings of God in Abraham's life. Let's go to Genesis 24. I'm going to read verse 1. Genesis 24 verse 1. So Genesis 24 verse 1 says that Abraham was now a very old man. The Lord had made him rich. Phrase, the Lord. It wasn't the king of Sodom. The Lord had made him rich. And he was successful in everything he did. King James will say that, and Abraham was old and well stricken in age. The Lord had blessed Abraham. So God was true to his word. The Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. So God said it and God did it. Abraham believed in God's true blessings. And that is what we are supposed to do as children of God, as believers. The promises of God we know are yes, yes, and amen. Are yea and amen. And in Numbers 23 verse 19 says that God is not a man to lie. And he's not a man to change his mind. Whatever he says he would do it. Whatever he promises he would fulfill. Do you understand? And Romans 3 verse 4 is telling us that that God, let's let's make God true and all men liars. Because it's it is written, it is written that 
he must be true so that when he speaks he will be proved right and then when he what he judges he will prevail or his judgment will prevail because he is true so god is true whatever comes out of his mouth or through a vessel of god a true ordained vessel of god it shall come to pass but it's up to us to believe in the words that god has what released over our lives and these blessings indeed can make us rich so proverbs 10 verse 22 tells us that the blessings of the lord make it rich and add no sorrows to it and we saw that in the life of abraham god blessed him and then in chapter 24 when he in full grown age we see that god had really blessed him god had made him very successful in everything so this is a lesson i want us to learn today that we should actually believe in the blessings that come out unto us through anointed vessels and through through priests and through prophets true prophets of god because god will surely do that but when you are presented with an easy way to make it look like indeed God's blessings is upon your life. Avoid it because the glory of God will not go to. The glory of God will, will be eluded him and given to a man. And that's not what God wants. So let's stay blessed. And let's keep this lesson with us. That God's blessings indeed can make you rich. Have a good morning and stay blessed.